0: Today, the DNC convention we watched so you didn't have to. More Postal Service conspiracy theories and Trump's big pardon. We've got a lot coming up and a special guest, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today, once again, joined by my friend Glenn Beck, who is back in studio, I feel back like. And by the way, for those of you who are wondering, I did touch him. He is real. Mm-hmm. He is, in fact, Very here. doughy.
1: <laughs> it became, the COVID-19 became like the COVID-40. <laughs> so.
0: And somehow, you were gone all this time and uh, still got inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame, so congratulations. <laughs> it may have house. been that
1: I was gone. <laughs> that may have been what happened.
0: That's what, that's what got you over the hump. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, we're glad to have you back. Thank you very much. Uh, and also joined by Bill Richmond, also known as uh, Stephen Crowder's half-Asian lawyer. Hello, glad but to be here. But a, a very, very swell attorney who just had a big win with uh, Stephen Crowder.
2: Tried, we tried, and we prevailed at least for today. So YouTube, you,
0: hey. yeah, you would yeah. remonetized his <laughs> channel.
2: We did, we did. So we got that back. It's been a long time. It was over a year. So since uh, the long, the long-told Vox apocalypse legend, uh, which feels like 20 years ago it now. Really it does. really
1: does. <laughs> but it, it's crazy. And then Steven was telling me this morning that. Guys were told not to say anything, don't say anything to anybody, they want to break the news, and it was broken by Vox two days in advance.
2: Uh, they, so they they already got it ahead, they broke it ahead of time, there was on-the-record YouTube statements about it, um, and, uh, you know, hey, it's the way it goes, we're still on top. Uh, Jeez.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, so the Democratic National Convention, for those of you who, I don't know, you may have fallen asleep Probably it was very hard to stay awake and watch it, but the Democratic National Convention did start last night. Um, I would say that there are highlights that we have. I don't know if you can call them highlights, but we have some lights for you. Uh, Here is Michelle Obama.
1: Stephen King calls them (laughs) (laughs) deadlights.
0: There you go. That's probably more accurate deadlights. Here's Michelle Obama. Uh, All of this done by video, of course, not in person, virtually. And uh, she's talking about the qualities that a president needs. Needs. Here's a little bit of that.
3: I am one of a handful of people living today who have seen firsthand the immense weight and awesome power of the presidency. And let me once again tell you this, the job is hard. It requires clear-headed judgment, a mastery of complex and competing issues, a devotion to facts and history, a moral Mm -hmm. compass and an ability to listen and an abiding belief that each of the 330 million lives in this country has meaning and worth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A president's words have the power to move markets. Mm -hmm. They can start wars or broker peace. Mm. They can summon our better angels or... Awaken our worst instincts. You simply cannot fake your way through this job. Right. As I've said before, being president doesn't change who you are. It reveals who you are. Ooh. Well, well, a presidential election can reveal who we are, too. Oh, and four years ago, too many people oh, right. chose to believe oh, right. that their votes didn't matter. Right. Maybe they were fed up. Maybe they thought the outcome wouldn't be close. Maybe the barriers felt too steep, whatever the reason. I
1: hate Hillary Clinton. In the
3: end, (laughs) those choices sent someone to the Oval Office who lost the national popular vote by nearly 3 million (laughs) votes.
1: Make it end. In
3: one of the states that determined the outcome, the winning margin averaged out to just two votes per precinct. Mm. Two votes. Two votes.
2: Averaged. And we've all been living with
0: the consequences. (laughs) Glenn, I have a feeling you might have a little bit.
1: To oh, say I don't about know where that. to even start. <laughs> I would spend six days just on what she just said. First of all, she's describing what it takes to be the president. Well, she did not describe Joe Biden.
0: Yeah, I'm like, this is not a sell for yeah, Joe at I mean, all. I,
2: I actually thought that could have been the opening to the Republican convention. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like all of the reasons why you definitely, definitely, you, know, you should, Andy Joe,
1: they should absolutely play that at the RNC. They should just <laughs> take the Michelle. Ba- uh, uh, I would think, play it and go. Well, that's not Joe Biden. Convention's <laughs> over, guys. Thanks. <laughs>
2: well,
1: see, we agree with her, and that's not Joe Biden. He does not have a grasp of even his name at this point. Um, the other things she said that really, really bothered me. And I believe me, I know the awesome and terrible power of the presidency. First of all, that's why you know some of us are saying. Constitution, the Constitution, the president should not have power to make anyone afraid. This is shows how upside down our society is. What drove me nuts. I mean, I don't think she's likable, but a lot of people think she's likable and the most beautiful woman in in, her arms, though. Her arms and her abs are beautiful. (laughs) Um, But she is likable if you haven't paid attention. Last night's convention was for the morons. I mean, it really shows how little they respect their own people. Because if you spend, oh, I don't know, two minutes watching what they're actually saying and doing, they don't believe any of that. Mm. They don't believe any of that. Um, And and so the morons were—I must have been lapping it up. But you— It's too easy for conservatives to make fun of Michelle Obama and go, look how dramatic that was. Look how blah, blah, blah. Her group loves her, loves her, and she can do no wrong. But listen to what she's saying, because what she's saying does not at all connect with what they're doing at all, Mm. at all. This was moron talk. There's a higher... Uh, Level of education expected from the viewers of Sesame Street than there was expected from the DNC. I'm
2: pretty confident that, you know, even Elmo speaks faster than she was speaking, <laughs> yeah. and just from a pacing standpoint, but you're right. When you look at the I- ideology and the ideals that are said there, and you go, okay, so are we applying them? Are y'all applying them? No. Are you doing anything about them? No. Are, is there anything below the surface of just these platitudes? And there yeah. isn't. There isn't. And, but, but, but that is what's insulting, is that they're not even trying to hide it by Slipping in a few vegetables into the ideals. Can
1: I tell you something? What's really offensive is, yeah, they don't, they don't believe it. They don't believe it. But they don't think their own followers are smart enough yeah. to know that. Exactly. It's crazy. They, they were coming on talking about when she said how much I love this country deeply. You you were the one who said the first time you were ever proud of this nation is when your husband was elected. Yeah. You have trashed it every... Se- when she said the president has to know history. Whose history? What history? Because you were the one who said, we have to change history, and we're changing it now. They don't believe any of it, but what's so insulting is, they know we know. They don't think their own people know. Their own people, it's just like, Boys of you little baby I'm gonna do that for you yes I am because you're cute It's about what all, how all of them were talking it's, like. it's
2: the sickly sweetness of the of the ideals that betray any faith to the actual subject matter and what people should be living their lives, and that is what I think is most ridiculous. Is they know that that's what the right is going to do. The right, the conservative movement is going to come out and call them out and say there was nothing there. This was literally just shredded cardboard, and you lapped it up. And yet their position in providing the kind of opening that we saw last night is that even if you hear uh, you know Fox talk about it or any other outlet talk about it on the right. It's not going to change their belief. How did they have the
1: cojones to open up with the national anthem? Who are they appealing to? They're not appealing to their active base by doing that. So they are appealing to the people who like America and just want to hope and and hold on to the fact that maybe they're not monsters
0: yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, they also, uh, they put together a couple people reading parts of the preamble to oh, the no, Constitution. No, no. Please which,
1: don't.
0: Uh, do you, oh, are you saying that you want to hear my, some of it? Or? Oh, my. I think he I think he, said he does. does. Yeah. Oh, I feel like God. we should play just a little bit of it. Just, thank you. Let's okay, watch. Are
3: you ready? I think I learned this in middle school. Yeah, you, know, then you forgot. <laughs> Can I say this in Spanish? No. <laughs> So, should I read just this line or the whole thing?
2: Well, obviously, they get bad instructions.
3: <laughs> just justice. Tranquility.
1: Liberty.
3: Liberty. 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 Let's do this! We the people. We the people. We. The people. Nosotros. We the people. We the people. Got it. We the people of the United States. <laughs> but we the people.
2: <laughs> los Estados Unidos, in order to form a more perfect union,
0: establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility,
2: provide for the common defense, the promote
1: the
0: general. Yeah, yeah let's, I can't. Yeah, let's stop. I can't.
1: I can't.
0: I don't want to. I don't want to raise your can't. blood pressure okay, too much. Right. Your so, first day back. Okay,
1: we the people. We the people. We the people. We. I got it. <laughs> we the people. But listen to the words, people that are reading it, in order to perf- order to uh, 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 form a more perfect, a more perfect, not a perfect, a more perfect, because you'll never reach perfect. And if you do, you should set your horizons a little higher, set your sights a little higher. So in order to form a more perfect nation, they all keep saying that what they did back then wasn't perfect, wasn't all right, didn't have all of it, didn't include it. Yes, because it was a more perfect nation. And we strive for the more part of that. Then to promote domestic tranquility. Mm -hmm. Is there a damn person in Washington, D.C. that you can go, they're promoting domestic tranquility? Yeah, BLM.
0: <laughs> Would you please not on his first I day mean, back to the show? Want, he's ready
2: to flip a table. I, huh? know. I, mean, and I was going to flip it, but I want to see him flip <laughs> it because it's going to be even better.
1: This is crazy. This is crazy. Again, who are you appealing to? Because the people that you have given the party over to, they don't believe in any of those words. They don't believe in any of those words. They've been preaching against those words. So what are you doing? You're promoting, you're, you're, you put a whole thing together, a little dog and pony show, a little puppet show for the people who are in nursing homes? <laughs> Anyone with any brain at all knows they're not promoting domestic tranquility. They don't believe in the Bill of Rights. They don't, or they wouldn't be silencing people. You wouldn't have had to go and gone gone to court
2: and fought just so... So Stephen could say what he believes. That's, that's the part is where, again, we don't get past the just the platitudes. What are the parts? It's not we the people. It's we the progressives who want to get rid of everyone else who disagrees with us in order to create a union that we consider to be our own subjective version of perfect, but definitely doesn't include anyone who believes in this kind of stuff over right. here on the Right, right. I mean, that's, but, but I, I, what, what, what flummoxes me is the number of people that just continue to come in election after election who can't look past that. And I just don't know, you know, where, do you, where are you seeing these folks coming from? Is it just folks coming right out of colleges who don't know? I mean, they're not even going to school now, so maybe that'll fix things. but watching yeah. this. But they're, they're, how are they even getting to this point? Why are they even doing it then? I, I don't know, other
1: than they need to have the upper end You know, they need to have the 40, 50 who's watching this 60 year olds, maybe people who just love them. But they're not active. They're not active. Nobody was watching that last night. That is an active adult. I don't know anyone who's paying attention to any of this stuff anymore. I try really hard to listen to the other side. I listen every day to The New York Times. I listen to The Daily and I listen. Right. It's rough. It's rough. (laughs) I've gotten to the point where I can't even do it anymore because I, I, I got up in the morning and I was just so sick and tired of all of it. And I, I said actually out loud, my wife is like, what? And I'm like, nothing. Damn propaganda. It's all it is. It's propaganda. Right. Why am I listening to propaganda? There's not a chance. They're giving me something that's real. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with this. This was... You want to talk about jingoistic flag-waving, that was it. Because jingoistic flag-waving is just, I love America because America's the best. That doesn't mean anything. That's what they were saying last night. I love the Constitution because we're supposed to love the Constitution.
2: But ironically, why also saying that they don't like America, yes, and that America is a terrible place where everything has been built on terrible brick upon terrible brick, which is how we got here, ignoring that the immediately preceding president was apparently one of the pinnacles of a great nation. I don't understand How that everything that the nation involves has completely been eradicated; that people have somehow forgotten the power of the presidency. All right, that's my Michelle Obama impression. (laughs) I don't do impressions. In a simple four years, when realizing the nation is better, and I think it goes to something we talked about before: is is the goal to unite or is the goal to divide? And divide. And the goal of division is when you see things that are like they're bad, we're good; they're dumb, we're not. And it's a matter of. saying labeling everyone on the right racist. You even mention the word Trump without spitting, you're a racist. Or something to those effects. And yet the group is, is lapping it up. Yeah. Well uh, the few that are watching. And I and That's what's fair. sad is what's
1: sad is I don't think the average Democrat is like that. I think the average really? Democrat I don't I don't I've I mean we've lived around the country. I know Democrats it's getting it's getting really dicey out there, but there still are people, I hope, I think that are saying, I, I don't understand why, why this is going on. I really, truly believe the average American wants this to stop, stop it right now. But they can't get past the machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. This machine is built just to suck you in and just grind you down. And I think the average person just is like, I, I don't I don't want a part of any of this. I don't want a part of any
2: of this. I'm sick of it. Just let us be. Well, I, I have family in California, works in a California company, deals with a lot of folks in the Bay Area, and is a person who is what identifies as left, not center left, but as left afraid to talk about her own beliefs because she's not left enough mm. and and that's what i find fascinating is the idea that you can you can be an enemy within the party itself oh, as, yeah. as opposed to the average everyday Democrat, who I think skews more toward the center and has a number of conservative beliefs mm-hmm. if they were allowed to even talk about it, mm-hmm. which is I think is going to end up being one of the big surprise again. I mean, I don't think the lesson was completely learned in 2016 about where the heart of the people who aren't getting on the TV every day and clamoring for, you know, the interviews are to be, you know, in the I Democratic convention. God, you're right. I hope so, I too.
1: Hope to. And I might be wrong, but, you know, I think they programmed to Twitter. I think they think that's the real world, you know. Um, and I hope you're right. But, you know, we're going to do a special tomorrow on the post office thing. They are working every single angle that they can possibly work. They are afraid of a straight up election. Mm. And they should be. Yeah. They should be because what they're proposing, what they're doing, who they're supporting is absolutely un-American. It's just not a part of the America that I've ever known.
0: All right, we've got uh, much more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor, NetSuite. So uh, obviously, uh, economy has not gotten well. I don't know if you've gotten the news flash so far this year, but it's it's been a little dicey. You're going to need every advantage to succeed if you are an entrepreneur, if you run a small business. Uh, smart companies run on NetSuite by Oracle. It is the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite will um, they'll allow all of your programs that you use to build your business. They all can talk together because they're all running within the same system. So you'll have control of your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, everything all in one place and everything on the cloud. So you can do it when you're on the road, when you're traveling, if you're sitting at home in quarantine, wherever you are, you can manage your company and every part of your company. NetSuite lets you manage every penny with precision. If you are a small business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you know, you got to know your numbers or you're not going to grow your company. Let NetSuite help you with that. Join over 20,000 companies who trust NetSuite to make it happen. We got you started at the, at the website, netsuite.com. That is W-H-Y. You will get a free guide, Seven Actions Businesses Need to Take Now. I mean, if you like making money. If you don't like making money, I guess don't listen to me. I don't know, but I feel like if you're an entrepreneur, you enjoy making money, and so you should probably go to netsuite.com slash why. You can schedule a free product tour and get your free guide, netsuite.com slash why. Back in a minute. Before we move on from the Democratic National Convention, interesting. Uh, I'm just trying to see how much I can get Glenn riled up well, not good. on the show. I, just, just, I want to set like a record here. Andrew Cuomo, the golden boy, Andrew Cuomo, uh, actually out there talking about how beautiful he handled the coronavirus and his way worked. I don't know how he says this to the camera with a straight face, but here it is.
3: Yes, we will set up testing and tracing and do whatever we need to do to mobilize to win this battle because we are America. We win wars and we are the greatest country on the globe. And for all the the pain and all the tears, our way worked and it was beautiful. We showed that our better angels are strong and that Americans will rise to their call. We saw that even at the end of the day, even if it is a long day, that love wins. (laughs) Oh my. <laughs> so,
0: first of all, I'm not sure what the, the love wins was just like a random tagline thrown in there. But uh, it's weird because I feel like all of the people who had uh, parents, grandparents who died in the nursing home. There,
1: there, there are better angels. He made a lot of angels. <laughs> yeah. A lot of angels. I mean, a I, lot that's, of people. A lot of people. You're coming right right in
0: here straight straight really down. optimistic.
1: Oh, yeah. no. Wow. He's, first of all, did you notice how harsh... The uh, the skewing of the color was on that. Did you see how much processing they have? This is a movie. Make no mistake. They are doing every trick in the book. Look at the blues on that. Those are not natural blues. They <laughs> skewed that. Look at that. Wow. They skewed it to make it look like a heavenly picture. So here's here's Andrew Cuomo saying it was a beautiful thing. First of all, I believe they mock Donald Trump for saying it's going to be beautiful. Um, his record is the worst. It, 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 like, literally, the worst. Again, we are asked, when's the last time you read 1984?
0: <laughs> I don't need March. to read it.
1: <laughs> March, you read it? Yeah. Uh, I read it around March, too. Terrifying now, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's no longer... A, a fiction book yeah. that you have to go, oh, I see how that would work. You're reading and you're like, oh my gosh, that is today. That is right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is another example of it. And there's so many problems with it, so I'm gonna pick two of them real quick. <laughs> one, let us not forget. How Andrew Cuomo got to the video lectern, it was on the bodies of the grandparents of his own citizens that he condemned to death by sending people to their senior care centers. Thank you for saying it that way. You're right. Mm -hmm. And two, invoking war as the thing you said jingoistic jingoistic flag waving absolutely and yet a group that has continuously not one group has so continuously and consistently and persistently knocked our veterans yep and our decisions to try and bring yep. a more perfect union to other less perfect unions because their people want it because their children want it and yet to invoke it in that moment why aren't we hearing this outcry from the left if you heard any conservative candidate talk about Wars that were won, instantly you're getting reminded about the Trail of Deers, uh Civil War, uh, every other conflict that we've ever been in, good or bad. Not to say that they were all good. Not that they say they were all great. But the point being is the platitudes come out. And it's just smoke and mirrors. That's all and it blitz is. Blitz and glam and blues. Lots of blues. Lots you of blues. Were right, lots of blues. <laughs> lots of blues.
0: Uh, all right. On the topic of coronavirus, we heard what Andrew Cuomo had to say. Let's listen to uh, what Deborah Burks had to say this week about the uh, United States lockdown, which she wishes looked a-, a little bit more like Italy's. Watch. I wish that when we went into lockdown, we looked like Italy. But when Italy locked down, I mean,
3: people weren't allowed out of their houses. Mm. And they couldn't come out but once every two weeks to buy groceries for one hour. And they had to have a certificate that said they were allowed. Americans don't react well to that kind of prohibition. Yeah.
1: That's, that's very true. First thing I've heard her say in a long time that I agree with. That's very true. You know, the Italians, I don't know, they kind of liked Mussolini. We never did. We never did. And
2: never will, hopefully. Guys, just uh, just rewind it back a couple of decades. Just put that mentality on, right? That's the one where we just, uh, you know, support the deaths of millions of people. Cool. We just so do what the government says. We got the black shirts out.
1: They'll, they'll stomp on every single right that you have. Don't worry about it. I I wish we were a little more, you know, like Italy. No. (laughs) Have you been to Italy? You think our post office is bad? Try Italy's post office.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, it does. It sounds I keep wondering why we are giving these doctors who have credibility as medical doctors, but why we're giving them the platform to talk about something like a lockdown, which to me would fall more under an economic type like Can I hear from the economist who maybe can chime in on what a lockdown would do to the country before we have a doctor running the entire country? First of all,
1: I mean, think about what incredible and I want to use a different word, but I (laughs) won't wussies we are. In the 1950s, we had our children being paralyzed by polio in an outbreak of polio. And we still all went to work. Now? Uh, do you have the sniffles?
2: Oh, hey, my I might.
1: Okay, every, every person in my family, except for me, and I tell you it's because I was taking hydroxychloroquine, everyone in my family got, uh, got COVID. Everybody. They were over it in three days. We wouldn't have, it wouldn't even have registered a blip on our, on our summer sickness, everybody gets a summer cold or a summer flu or whatever, wouldn't even have re- registered with us. We would've just went, oh, it was just everybody got sick. Mm-hmm. No big deal, no big deal. Now that's not happening with everyone, Sure. but I'm, I, I have a compromised immune system. Look at me, I'm not the picture of health. <laughs> and, and I didn't get it, why? I'm convinced it was because I was doing a regiment that included hydroxychloroquine. The minute someone in the house had it, I
2: started a flight of all of that stuff. Mm. That What are we doing? Yeah, Bill, last word. I, I, what I find interesting is how they're twisting what could have been a situation about Italy and not recognizing the kind of harm that's taken. Every day, when you look at a CNN, you see well, look at what Italy's doing. Look at New Zealand. Everything's great. They should be doing, we should have been doing what they're doing. The next day, they talk about how bad the economy is. And they just can, cognitive dissonance of not considering, they keep wait saying a they minute. care about our
1: children. Have you seen what is happening with depression rates and suicide? Mm-hmm. What, what, we have no idea what the long-term effects are going to be on our children with this. I've got two teenagers. The, the their freshman year and their sophomore year. What is it gonna be like? Think about taking all of that experience that you had in your freshman and sophomore year and just tossing it out the window. What's going to happen to our children? What's happening to our children and their ability to learn as well? What is it that they just are gonna suck at? Because this sucks the schools at at
2: home, it sucks. Mm It's in the impact on the families and the oh people have to, have to be home. I mean, the collateral damage that comes from having continuously locking down children and also the fact that we're, that so much attention is given. Are we sending kids? Are we not sending kids? Send the kids to school. Let's focus on the people who actually have problems, the people who are That's actually, actually concerned.
1: That's a quarantine. Mm-hmm. The people who have it,
0: quarantine. quarantine.
1: And recommend that those who are most likely to get it, You stay home. Yeah.
0: All right. We've got more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor of this segment, ExpressVPN. So we're talking about censorship on social media sites and what you can do about it. Number one, you could, like, hire this guy. If, if you want. But also, uh, you got to use ExpressVPN. The left wants to silence and remove voices they don't agree with. Obviously, we know that. If you watch Blaze TV, you've heard us talk about all the different stories, things that have happened to Glenn, things that have happened to Steven Crowder. Uh, and we don't need their content moderators acting like the op-ed section of the New York Times. So uh, how about instead of letting them revoke your right to free speech, you uh, revoke their right to your data? Okay, ExpressVPN will help you to do that. Uh, they have a, a, a barrier, so you can search online. You may think if you're on a, what is it, uh, Chrome, where it gives you the, the option to privately browse. Yeah, you're not Google. Is it
1: Google? It, yeah. Microsoft, even Microsoft is is Google as well. I mean, it's all Google. It's true,
0: but it, that's not it's not actually private from them. They can see everything you do, but when you use ExpressVPN, you anonymize a lot of your online presence by hiding your IP address, mm-hmm. and that makes your activity more difficult to trace, and it doesn't allow them to sell your information to advertisers. ExpressVPN is very easy to set up. You tap a button on your phone or your computer, wherever you want to use it, and you are protected. They encrypt 100% of your data to protect you from hackers. Uh, it's time to to say no to censorship, take back your online privacy at expressvpn.com slash y. You will get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service for free if you use this link. It is expressvpn.com slash why. Back in a minute. Earlier this week, yesterday, speaking with CNN's Anderson Cooper, uh, Al Gore just furthered this little USPS conspiracy theory having to do with uh, Trump. Here is what he had to say.
2: During a pandemic, there are lots of older voters and voters of all ages with a pre-existing condition who worry that they can't breathe safely, uh, standing in line to vote. So in effect, by tampering with the Postal Service. He is, in effect, putting his knee uh, on the neck of American democracy and trying to make it impossible for people to vote by mail. And they may react the way they did in Wisconsin when the governor there tried to do a a similar thing, uh, and it made people mad.
0: So he's tampering with the post office, but also... Totally tasteful to throw in uh, an analogy of he's got his knee on their neck and they can't breathe. Well,
1: I don't know if anybody else feels this way about Al Gore, but uh, to me, he looks like the Muppet eagle.
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) I'm with you. Uh, I do see it, it, but I
2: won't unsee it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He is looking more and more like the the eagle from the Muppets. Um, But anyway... uh, what people are not talking about, we're going to be exposing a lot of these lies tomorrow. This is crazy, crazy. The conspiracy theory that they're doing, and they're doing it because they're afraid they're going to lose, and so got to have an excuse, got to be able to say it was been stolen, so you can get the people with the you know the pink pussy hats out again, and uh, they can you know they can rally the troops again.
2: That's exactly what they're doing. So
0: it's the next Russia.
2: It's, an, it's the next Russia. And are we not, is there nothing ironic or recognized about saying at this moment uh, if that you guys are already questioning the legitimacy of the election? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, even if, even okay, sure, maybe Trump has said some things in the past that would say that he's considered about what the election results are going to be. But every time he says it or hints at it or even gets within a country mile of it, they're you. saying, I can't believe it. He's setting himself up to be able to question it and just stay in office. Mm-hmm. What are you doing right now? You're Mm -hmm. saying the exact same thing. You're Mm -hmm. saying that these people aren't going to get in line and now everything's all in a question. I I don't don't understand
1: how I mean, the craziest one I've heard on this thing is that there are some states that won't allow your vote in if it wasn't postmarked by (laughs) Election Day. Of course not. Of course not. Shocking. Yeah. Well, we just need to know exactly how many votes we need. And now you postmark these for us. I mean, that's insanity. That's insanity. If you can't get it to the post office to be postmarked. You're just a rock of a human being. You just are. You, I mean, don't even put pants on, man. There's no reason to ever leave the house. Look, the male disabled
2: community and lobby is offended by the fact yeah, that you would say don't. that those who are unable to merely put a stamp on an envelope and take it down, problem. So there is something
1: else we're going to show tomorrow night because we're doing a special on the the Democrats' theft of the 2020 election, their attempt to discredit. And steal every step of the way. They're talking about this about the Postal Service and how bad it is, and how and how they're trying to steal it. Did you know that in February the Postal Service took out a patent for a completely secure way to vote using blockchain? Hmm. It's. I mean,
0: huh?
1: I wonder why we're not pursuing that. I wonder why. Wonder why nobody nobody on the left is saying hey, they have a blockchain thing, why aren't they using the blockchain? Because you can't cheat the blockchain (laughs) That's why. That's why. Well, do
0: you find... I I, I find a common theme here where the Democrats are just projecting what they're doing onto us. Because you had Hillary Clinton who came in and said, uh, you know, he's not going to accept the results of the election in 2016. She continued to do that for four years. Mm -hmm. And now they're saying it again. Now you've got the Postal Service thing happening where they're saying, uh, you know, he's tampering, he's doing this, he's doing that. And now... from what you're finding, that's the Democrats who the are, Democrats doing are
1: doing it. They, they said that it was Russia, it was Ukraine. They were doing it, right. not him. It, it, it really is. It's an amazing thing. Um, I remember uh, back, I don't know, 12, 15 years ago, started really kind of looking at this, and I said they self diagnose every time. Whatever they point to us or th- their opponent. Check, because that's where their cancer is. Mm. They say these people are stealing money uh, from uh, from charities. Really? Well, let's check.
2: How would you know? Tell us about it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) because they they do. They just. I think part of it is they're dumb. Uh, The second (laughs) part of it is uh, they can't help themselves. They they see somebody who's winning. And they're like, well we're cheating and I know how we're doing it, they gotta be doing it too. You look over there, I'll bet you find it. Mm -hmm. No, because we're not cheating right now. But thank you for that information.
2: <laughs> Glad to know that you know yes. what you know you're doing. I mean, but it, it is it is, it is pretty uh, shocking to this, how brazen it's gotten and how much just the open um, and, you know, but when you do control so many of the media outlets and you're able to change the narrative, right? You know, we're going to hear more about uh, Anderson Cooper's new baby than we're going to hear about any type of Impact that the Democrats are having over, over doing any of the election control or influence, and and yet magically it's all going to turn around and be the Republicans' fault and Trump's fault, even though the Democrats were doing it. <laughs> if he wins,
0: that's a, there's a lot of mental gymnastics there. A lot to go through. All right, we've got more to come. Back in a minute.
2: But like you said, if you control the media, yeah. totally fine. Yeah. Totally fine. It, it, I mean, it, it's like the people
0: After teasing it yesterday that he would pardon someone very, very... Very, very important. Uh, Donald Trump announced today that he is pardoning Susan B. Anthony over her 1872 arrest for voting as a woman. Uh, He announced this today during the White House's 100th anniversary, celebration of the 100th anniversary of the ratification of the 19th Amendment, which obviously, for those of you who do not follow things like the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, gave women the right to vote. Uh, She actually was arrested for voting illegally and charged one hundred dollars, which was a, a, lot, a lot of money back then a lot of money. in eighteen seventy-two. Uh,
2: so she was never Glenn part. When you're talking about eighteen seventy-two,
0: well, I, I mean, he. I, yeah, what does that he's, mean?
2: Because he's a historian. Yeah, <laughs> that's, right. that's, that's what, it that's that's what, what, that's what, what meant. I meant. Right.
0: I don't know about you. Uh, so I guess he. They're trying to take media coverage away from the Democratic convention that's going on. Maybe, maybe try to win some. Brownie points with women no, I, I don't know that, what is
1: this? I think this was something that unfortunately the one time that the media didn't pick up on they smelled a setup where the, the I think the president wanted them to say how dare, he's going to do he's going to do General Flynn. he's going to pardon and then he could come out and go. Oh, Susan so yeah. yeah, I think that's what it was.
2: You didn't get as much of that because there were some outlets that were speculating, but it didn't they didn't rise. The mainstream yeah. didn't rise to the bait. Um, but I actually, you know, thought that there is room and I wouldn't have been surprised to hear them saying, what what a paternalistic asshat. I can't believe he had to go back and help this woman. Women can help themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. If only we had elected Hillary. But I, I personally think these things are important that we correct history. Yeah.
1: Um, You know, we we pardoned uh, Tokyo Rose, which was important. We still have not corrected the record with the Congressional Medal of Honor, which is a big pet peeve with me with me for what uh, uh, the the uh, uh, the massacre of Wounded Knee. Everybody involved in it got a Congressional Medal of Honor, more more medals of honor in that little slaughter than in any other battle in history. Wow. And they should. They should. The president should repeal those. Take those medals back.
0: Yeah. Uh, as far as women go, Biden obviously has a really big lead with women in the polls right now. Now that's if you believe the polls, which I know 2016. If it taught us anything, it's you can't always trust the polls. But what do you think? I mean, do you see all of these women? really voting for Biden this year, this time around?
2: I I don't see it. I don't see it. I can't either. And I know that, and certainly, I, I guess, let me put it this way, maybe there's going to be more than people are expecting right now, but I don't think that number is going to be an overwhelming wave of numbers, despite picking Kamala for the VP mm-hmm. slot. And, and and I think it's because when that some of these voters, the ones that are not getting the airtime, the ones that are not being selected for the polls are going to listen to the words that are actually coming out of her mouth and the policies that she's putting forth and then realizing that Biden can't say anything straight mm-hmm. um, and realizing they're going to either stay at home because none of these candidates are inspiring or they're going to come out and vote Republican.
0: I mean, I Glenn, I can't. I can't tell you the last time I felt like a conservative was the one who was mansplaining to me or being misogynistic or what I get it all the time. And it's always from the left. And I can't imagine that this many women.
1: Oh, sweetheart, I don't know why you would. <laughs> I don't know why you would feel that way. They're perfectly consistent. They love women. Bill Clinton is speaking. tonight. <laughs> we know he loves. Is it tonight or tomorrow? Is he really? Every, yes. Oh, he's yeah, tonight. Yeah. I
0: hadn't seen, seen that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pictures of him with Epstein, and uh, they just released, uh, thank you, London Press, they just released pictures of him getting a nice neck massage, Uh, and so he loves women. What do you mean? He can explain it to your pretty
2: little head. He stays close to them, and just like Biden, loves the way they smell. I mean, no, but it is it does speak to like when you look at the uh, at the nights that you're going to have for a Democratic convention. And if this is the time to pull out your star power, if you've got it right. And when they look back in the bench, they go, "That guy, the one from the island. Bring him up. Let's do it. I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible. And it is a slap in the face for Americans who might be considering or are still weighing their options uh, to to put that in the front. And yet we will not hear about it. You will not. Even folks that are on the left, their voices will be silenced in criticism of Bill Clinton because this is the DNC's night.
1: Well, AOC AOC gets a minute tonight, a full minute. Yes. I think I could have gotten a minute, (laughs) Uh, a full minute. It shows they are not trying to appeal in this convention. They want to appeal to the people who liked Bill Clinton Mm -hmm. uh, and not the new left.
0: I would think presumably because they they would think they already have their vote. Right. Like these people are obviously going to vote against Donald Trump. We've already got their vote. Maybe we'll try to pull a couple more. I think they just have to
1: try to convince everybody that they're not as radical as they are.
0: You know. Mm. Yeah.
1: Michelle Obama. I love this. We have to act like our life depends on it. Is that why you waited Till there was no other choice to endorse (laughs) Joe Biden. Really? (laughs) Because he was your top choice. Always. We have to like our life depends on it. Go out and campaign for him. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Back in a minute.
0: Yesterday's poll, will Joe Biden step down before November and let Kamala lead the 2020 ticket? Interesting results here. Uh, 52% of you said no, and almost 48% of you said yes. That's a Pretty even split for this show. But uh, as Glenn was saying off air, anything could happen. This
1: anything year. could happen. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then today's poll at this point. Are you more concerned with COVID-19 negatively affecting your health or the lockdowns negatively affecting the economy? Hmm. I wonder. Yeah. Glenn, I think I know what your you answer know what I'm going to say.
2: I mean, I actually think the question's a little bit off in the sense that when it affects the economy, it does affect our health. And that's a problem. Mm.
0: Well, a lot of people wouldn't put the full, full health into it because they just look at physical. But
1: that's the way. That's why he went to fancy schools and became an attorney. (laughs) You know what I mean? He thinks deep. You just turned really, really Texan. Well,
0: <laughs> you can let us know what you think uh, by going to the Blaze's Twitter. That is at the Blaze. I know there's been some confusion. People are like, oh, we can't find the poll anywhere. I think you're looking on the Blaze TV Twitter. Uh, it is the Blaze at the Blaze. Uh, and don't forget, Glenn you've Tomorrow, got your special. we have a
1: special on uh the theft of the election the attempted theft on the election for the democratic side all revolving around the post office and then Thursday you, you and steven steven's doing a big special
2: yeah so we're doing the last night of the convention we're going to have the hodge twins on the show it will be exciting it will be many hours i'm sure my eyes will be bleeding as well as my ears from everything that's going to happen we'll try and make it as good as we can yeah
1: good
0: well you say you're, i mean joe biden's eyes bled too when he was
1: yeah. he was awesome. On stage, he wasn't watching it. Just because he had to listen to him.
2: (laughs) Right. Who's (laughs) that guy?
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.